0: Hi, this is Fred Tattershore, and you're listening to the Fandom Podcast. Oh smash! You have to listen now! Listen now! Welcome to the Fandom Podcast. This is the show that brings together geeks and nerds from across the fandomverse to analyze the news and discuss your favorite TV, movies, comics, and books. We're building our list, and we're checking it twice that... That's right. This week is the fandom naughtier Nights nice list. But first, we have our very own resident elf on the shelf, Nick English.
1: Wait, am I the elf on the shelf, or am I the tide on the slide, or the Tyson on the Dyson? Or I'm pretty sure you're the, the Princess on the Peach on the beach. You can keep going. Uh, the egg no, no, on the Lego.
0: No, 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 no. no, no uh, we're, we're just gonna stay with that. We're just, we're just staying with that. All right. And also joining us, we have
2: our very own Scrooge McDuck jeff dumas long-term fans of brandon and nick will li- have listened to them on disney animated mission minute essential or whatever dame and <laughs> where they called me the donald duck of the group and so scrooge nick duck bah humbug bah humbug all right well if nick is going to be the elf on the shelf
0: and if jeff's going to be the bah humbug i think i need to be the trooper on the pooper i had to stop nick before he got to that one you know the stormtrooper trooper and the, yeah uh i am brandon Ushio. all right so Jeez.
2: with I, christmas i highly suggest anyone find nick's uh social media and somehow where soon his profile picture will be if it is not already oh it's already as, there oh it's already <laughs> nick, it's december yeah. i didn't know when you changed it i you know if i did want i'll, to I'll post research, it
1: i'll post it on the
2: nick has a rather it's a, it's a really good it is a really good elf on the shelf at his very is, disturbing is what it is it's well, thing, though. It's not disturbing. It's just Nick. But it, when you look at it, it is not. Well, photoshopped. there, there's my point. It's
0: very disturbing.
1: It is not photoshopped one bit. That, that is that was my 100% first thought was pure Nick.
2: My first thought was, oh, they took Nick and photoshopped him as Elf on the Shelf. No, that is a legitimate photo. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we even like why... had
1: to clean off like this little ledge in our basement. Like I had this planned out um, because it was like the only place that I would be able to sit up on something. So we like cleaned off that little place and set up the photo that
0: you know what it, it does not surprise me that you put this much work into doing a picture of you as elf on the shelf you know Just what saying.
1: i get a lot of awesome comments on that picture pro and con <laughs> people like or dislike but all awesome but all awesome it's bringing a community together
0: <laughs> or apart one of the two but it's awesome no matter how it happens so it's it's December and continuing on with our Christmas theme and Christmas episodes that we have going on until the, the Star Wars movie comes out. Not this week, but the next week, uh, we are doing a naughty and nice list. We are taking characters from across the Vandiverse and we are what what and so what's going to happen is I am going to take the character Santa's little helper one, aka Nick, and Santa's helper little helper number two, aka Jeff, are going to decide whether or not they are naughty, go on the naughty list or the nice list. And if we have a tie, I will step in and be the, be the uh, tiebreaker and decide whether they are naughty or nice. So we're going to do this. Uh, we're we're going to go through this and discuss why these characters belong on the naughty or nice list. We're going to discuss what some good attributes, some bad attributes, and whether or not they're going to get a lump of coal in their stocking this year. All right. Our very first character that we have, the Wolverine, Logan.
1: You're not going to make this easy, are you?
0: No, no. I found the most morally ambiguous characters I could find. You have to decide whether or not they are naughty or nice.
1: All right. So Wolverine, I would say he's fully capable of knowing what he's doing. So I think that Wolverine chooses his own naughty and nice list and he acts accordingly. So if he thinks you're on the naughty list, then he deserves to be on the naughty list. But if he thinks you're supposed to be on the nice list, then he's a nice guy. So I can't choose for him. So I would say naughty just because I think naughty trumps nice.
2: Well, it, this is one of those situations where he's doing stuff, stuff that would get you on the naughty list, but for good reasons. You know? Not
1: always. I don't think he I mean, always like, does that.
2: Joining the X-Men, yeah, he's st- uh in the first X-Men, he stabs Mystique in the chest. Something that would get a lot of people on the naughty list. But he was doing it because they needed to save people and Mystique was trying to not. So so he goes on so you're saying he goes on the nice list then? I, I would think so, because he Yeah, he's done some stuff he's not proud of, but it was all for good question mark causes. Alright, so here so here
0: is what uh what I just heard from you, Jeff, is that the ends justify the means.
2: Don't put words in my mouth. You couldn't have chose like you know. Like, oh, you couldn't have chose like Santa Claus. Other, you know. Anyway. Highly start <laughs> off
1: with one that's easy. Jeez. Yeah,
2: I'm really not liking your list here, Brandon. <laughs> that's what we get for letting you choose the topic. Exactly. Uh, All right. Yeah, he's uh, ends maybe justify means, but I oh, I hate you so much. I don't know. I've said my piece. Sure, nice list. He's also he's lived a rough life. He 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 doesn't need coal unless he wants to use that coal to keep himself warm. I don't, I don't. He
1: doesn't want presents anyway.
2: The Wolverine
0: has a a, ver- a very colorful past and a lot of it he just is he it just feels like he's not he's not that accountable for a lot of it because he was put in situations where he where he was basically turned into an animal turned into a weapon you might say people messed with his brain he forgot things uh depending on no, the story no, arc he had a adamantium bullet stuck
2: in his brain that messed up his memory you know the only way to stop a bad guy with adamantium claws is a good guy with adamantium claws just saying
0: <laughs> oh okay all right
2: that's uh, <laughs> I, jeff I appreciate won. that one jeff
0: <laughs> Okay, so Wolverine, oh, no, I didn't make this easy. I, I thought you guys would like be like, oh, okay. You thought wrong. With he is, you know, I'm, put, I'm putting Wolverine on the naughty list. Not because I feel like it's completely justified, but because I feel like he doesn't necessarily care if he gets a present or not. And so he's he's like, whatever, I don't really care. And he's got people around him. He's He's got a good group of people around him now with the X-Men that they'll take care of him on Christmas. So Santa doesn't have to worry about him. He's not going to be offended. Professor X and Cyclops and Storm, and depending on when and how many Jean Grays are there to take oh, care geez. of him, <laughs> he will, he, he'll be taken care of by his friends. He's going on the naughty list, but he'll be okay being there on the naughty list. Okay, so Wolverine is on the naughty list. Uh, starting out the game on the naughty list. All right, well then, if you guys had a hard time with the character that I chose first, I'll, let's go a little easier. Let's go with Robin Hood. Ro- Robin Hood. Uh, let's say the Disney version of Robin Hood. The oh,
1: nice list. dude, he is a villain. He's I going against he oh. the crown, the rightful king at the time. No, I'm just kidding. He's on the nice <laughs> list. <laughs> like,
2: wow. Okay, Nick. I thought you were a fan of. Robin no, Hood. <laughs> if you if
1: you are doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely, he's on the nice list.
2: So this is another one of those ends justify means things, but Robin Hood's not murdering people.
1: This is like saying the founding fathers, when they like created the United States, should have been on the naughty list because they went away from England, which I don't... I mean, yeah, they had their faults, so it, but it was what you're saying definitely naughty for or nice. A point.
2: What you're saying is naughty or nice is a matter of perspective. It was very, He's naughty for going against the king, but he's nice for doing it for good reasons.
1: Well, the prince... He wasn't going against the king because King Richard was captured, and he was staying true to what King Richard said and not what Prince John was saying, because Prince John was seizing power and taking advantage of the time while King Richard was away in the Crusades.
0: Whatever. So what you're saying is that Robin Hood went out and did bad things, but for good reasons, and so he gets to be on the nice list.
1: Oh, I love men in tights. You want me to start quoting that one? Nope.
2: (laughs) I just... (laughs) I just want, as soon as you kept, as soon as we oh, got Master on Robin, this... Oh, Master Robin! you nope, we said do no. It, we said no. Arms in battle! Okay, that's so, your one uh, quote. We'll stop That's there. your one quote for the episode. We don't, <laughs> oh, no, that's not happening. List,
1: Absolutely have, not. You know how long it's been since I've had a lot of quotes in an episode? I've been well, very good. I the should be on the maybe they'll have I should on. be on the good list, the nice list, because I've been holding back. I mean, there was literally maybe like four or five times that I held it back during that news. So, okay.
2: but you got your quote in for the episode. So, so, so we can't Nick, you can't afford to were, do this every time. So, so you, so you, so you're saying nice, Jeff, did I hear you say nice for Robin yeah, Hood? Especially so it's, it's, if it's the Disney, he's a Fox one. Okay. Yeah. Of, course, so, so, so of Nick, course, the main character of a Disney movie is going to be on the nice list. So what I'm you're sure saying you'll Nick, find a is
0: it depends on. on the character because Wolverine did naughty things for nice reasons and you put and him on the naughty so list. I put him on the, I yeah, don't want to talk right. about it list.
1: <laughs> he he technically said nice list for wolverine yeah and
2: then brandon put words in my mouth and i just and i didn't want <laughs> i didn't want to continue that conversation <laughs> all right all right now that okay now that we got one
0: on each side let's 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 jump to another character so this guy he is the champion of sakaar he is your friend from work the incredible hulk now, wait, are we uh, talking Incredible Hulk or just Hulk? Because
2: those are two different movies. No, because they introduced him as your Incredible Hulk on Sakaar. No, so... your Incredible door smashed didn't hear what he said. So, ha. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm making an Eric Banner joke. Continue.
1: All right, so <laughs> this Hulk is very selfish. He doesn't want Banner to come out. Um.
2: Well, Banner doesn't want Hulk to come out. It's only fair.
1: Yeah. And we're talking Hulk only, not Banner. I would assume so. Um,
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. let's go with Hulk.
1: But in the end, he decides to do what is right. He's just trying to run from his fate that he knows he's going to have to end up helping. Um, So I would put him on the nice list.
2: No, I think it's, it's the misunderstood thing. You know, he hulk just wants to be left alone he hulk wants to be hulk so he can he really be held responsible for his actions so um I, i'd give him the benefit of the doubt i'd say nice
0: he's, he's basically a three-year-old in the avengers movies and the uh he, he doesn't have a lot of mental capacity because he has not been that good and i think about the three-year-old that i have in my home and if she had super strength Oh, like what the Hulk did would have looked like nothing.
1: Puny uh, god,
0: <laughs> right? Right? Like a three-year-old with with the super strength is kind of kind of not something that you would that you want to see. So I think for the Hulk, he did pretty darn good uh, for the abilities that he had, and the capacities that he had. All right, okay. So now that we've done some comic characters. Let's jump over to some live action, some non-comic books, some some big fandom stuff anyway. Uh, Walter White from Breaking Bad. Naughty or nice?
2: Selfish, murderer, drug dealer?
1: See, and I would say, are we talking at the beginning of the series or at the end of the series?
0: I don't know. Which one are we talking
2: about here?
1: Because the end of the series, he definitely is on the naughty list and should stay there and that's
2: well even so the end of it he's minor breaking bad spoiler alert uh he tells his wife i did it for me like i did all this for me well but initially he
1: wasn't and then it it got to that point like initially it was like i need to like that that's one of the brilliant things about that show is that you watch this character and how this power corrupts him because he's not corrupted from the beginning like he doesn't go into this thinking oh i'm going to become the most powerful i'm going to become heisenberg and this is what i'm doing like he does not have that motive but as he gets a little bit of power oh, that's
2: you brought up something interesting are we talking walter white or heisenberg
1: see and that's that's what i'm saying like are we are we saying walter white at the beginning of the show because at the beginning of the show i would still put him on the nice list because he was utilizing a talent that he had to try and help his family because he got screwed and he was going to die I mean, he knew he was going to die. And so he's like, I got to do something to help my family. But then once he starts getting a taste for the power and he starts getting mixed up with people that he probably shouldn't have, his whole demeanor starts to change and he becomes more and absolutely on the naughty list.
0: Although the very very last couple episodes, you see Walter White starting to come back where he does things to set things up so that Skyler will not be blamed for it and that his family won't won't be hurt by it and if he was being completely selfish then he would have he wouldn't have cared whether they were blamed for it or the cops were watching them he would have said you know what
1: it's what you get i still put him on the naughty list
0: all right naughty list i'm just playing devil's advocate here let's let's be honest that's what i that is that is
1: a brilliant show i recommend you watch it i mean it's kind of hard to watch sometimes because it is heavy but it's a very trans- good character. In fact, they the should do that. The transformation from Walter
0: White to Heisenberg is and back
2: and back and back. They is-
1: should they should do that on protagonist.
2: And if anyone from protagonist is listening, I'm available. I'm just picturing Todd watching oh, Breaking Bad. No,
1: Todd Todd would not do well with that at all. And you definitely have to figure out like early, middle, end. Like they'd have to watch like three or four episodes that are just like the evolution of him.
0: Another live action character who uh, his has some transformation is kind of hard to pin down whether he's good or bad. Dexter from TV's
2: Dexter. Oh, I thought you meant Dexter's laboratory. Okay. This changes <laughs> my entire thought. Uh, no, uh, this one's difficult. Cause he's dealing with uh, a mental illness involving with why he does things. You know, he Dexter only killed good people. No, wow. No, that's <laughs> the opposite of what I meant. Dexter only kills bad people. He only killed other killers.
1: But that was because his dad taught him to do that.
2: Yeah. Well, his dad saw at a young age, Dexter has a problem. Like Dexter had there's something wrong with Dexter, and this is something he needs to get out of his. He needs to get out of his system.
0: Does, does his dad have any professional training in that area, though? His dad was a cop. Yeah. So not necessarily a psychologist or a psychiatrist who could have been alive. Yeah. Because here's he knew, a pill that
2: will take care of that. He knew that if he took him to something like if he went to a doctor and said, hey, my son wants to murder people. Um, How do I do that? How do I raise that healthily? No, they're going to lock him up. So he, he was protecting his son, but we're not talking about Harry. We're talking about Dexter. Maybe you we should to- be talking about Harry. You're a wizard. A different Harry, Nick. Not all Harrys oh. are potters. <laughs> There's the, the episode.
1: No, not but, but like <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, Yeah. No, Dexter is another one of those shows where like, you feel like he's evolving, and then they decided at the end of the show to just be like, nope, he didn't evolve at all. Screw y'all. And it He just
2: went to another place to do the same thing. Really pissed me off. We don't like, know if he's doing the same thing. He's a lumberjack. Spoiler alert.
0: I'm a lumberjack, and I don't care. I'm
2: okay. like, I mean, seriously,
1: you could have hung out with Sarah, bringing back to, like Chuck, because Chuck comes up in every episode. But, like... You could have gone with Sarah and hung out with her, and she like completely understands you and like wants to take care of your child.
2: But now and she you, gets to do it anyway,
1: and now she gets to just you just abandon her and like, oh, good luck with my kid. That's jerk. Major move.
2: spoilers for Dexter, I guess. This episode, big <laughs>
1: jerk move, Dexter.
2: Uh, it's uh, it's another. It's kind of a gray naughty list. He's, I mean, yes, technically he is murdering people. He even murders Tasha or- Yar.
1: He murders no. Tasha Yar.
0: Who? That already happened. Denise
1: Crosby. The, yeah, the woman who played Tasha Yar on D, on Deep's uh, uh, Next, Next Gen Generation was in an episode of Dexter, and that was one of the people he killed.
2: Oh, I'm sure she had it coming. She did because it's Dexter. So uh, yeah, have... I I mean arguments. I'm I would defend Nautilus if I had to, but at the same time. Oh wait, no, re- reverse of that. I would defend nice list if I had <laughs> You're
0: to. Having a hard time with that on Dexter.
2: <sighs> Dexter's yeah. like got you flipped around. Yeah, because it was a really good show for a long time. Yeah, oh, right. religion got involved and whatnot, and it got so, weird. So, so, so uh, Dexter, so, so you,
0: so you got Dexter on the naughty list?
2: Yeah, uh, I'd be okay with that. I mean, I could if you if we had all night, I could totally defend nice, but naughty. Is no,
1: fair. he well, is on here, the. Here's the big All night long, if I he w- going to make you. I would say case. if he had gone with Sarah, I don't know her name in the show. and it's Yvonne
0: Stravowski That's her real
1: name. Yvonne, yeah, that's her real if name. If you would have but... gone with her at the end, I would have said that's your Darth Vader moment. You can be a little bit redeemed for the genocide of the Padawans, but
2: hold on, we'll get there.
1: Oh yeah, I guess that <laughs> might be on the list, huh? <laughs> And so I would give him the benefit of the doubt, and say, "Okay, maybe well, nice the list time. there." But n- because like any value or any goodness, I mean, I, and I guess his point it was, "Hey, I'm going to continue being evil, and so if I leave, then sh- I save her." Like I guess that's his yeah, that justification. Was, that's why you left
2: because it's I can't. I'm not, I. I don't think I'm capable of changing, and so if I just stay who I am. It's going to put my family in danger again, so I either have to die or, well, die, in another way. So it's like you know he, so what Dexter you're Dexter can't me- change who he is. So I'm just I'm I mean I'm still no fine I, I naughty, get you I think he's but I'm just a arguing Nick's list. point of no I'm just arguing Nick's point of he had to go back with his the wife no he
0: he was protecting them. It's like when Spider-Man when he does the whole one more day thing and he has Mysterio wipe the memory of people that he's spider-man because sure. he's protecting his family he yeah anyway okay so since nick brought it up let's jump to star wars let's go to darth vader naughty or nice list
2: and darth I'll, vader I'll, I'll, Naughty that you consider, skywalker also naughty he killed a lot of children
0: <laughs> Yeah, killing kids is kind of because that seems to be that seems to be our hard line here once you start killing people eh, you might there's a the naughty
2: list there's an episode of Simpsons where they start doing with fracking and every time Homer brings it up, Marge always goes, well, our water was on fire and that's that se- like this is our water on fire. You know, he murdered people. Oh, well, yeah, but well, Robin
1: Hood did kill people, but they were working for Prince we were John. Talk-
2: we're talking uh, Disney's Robin Hood. That guy didn't kill anybody.
1: I guess that's true. And then Hulk Wolverine. Has definitely Wolverine, killed Logan, some people Logan definitely Pro- killed
0: people. And he, he's on naughty list.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Logan... Yeah, Walter White, MCU he does end up killing people at the very end.
2: Yeah, but He Walter tries White really hard
1: not to do it. Darth Vader, though, okay... Darth Vader
2: was he, okay with an entire planet blowing up.
1: Yeah, he didn't stop him from destroying his daughter, who he didn't know that was his daughter, like, adopted family's planet.
2: Yeah. It's, I think you know, that
1: moment that you know 66 happens I really think that there was like some sort of like mind voodoo that the dark side had like Palpatine had going on him um, and like even the switch like I mean in my weren't the clones programmed yeah and so evil so like that's my thing is like I wonder and I know that this could never be canon and stuff because then we wouldn't have this argument and then people would be like oh he's totally justified but like to me, that transition where all of a sudden he's just like I'm evil, has never worked for me. Like it's never been like, yes, that was a natural transition into him like becoming a killing younglings. Like that never See, made I don't, sense. I don't to think
0: me. it was just a oh I'm good and then transition kill younglings. I think that it was it slowly built up and it slowly showed you how Anakin would deal with things. And then when he believed that Padme was gone.
1: I know, and, and then, that made him flip the switch. But, like, I still think that Palpatine probably put, like, a chip in his mind and, like, helped it along the way. <laughs> I think
0: he conditioned that's him. My, I think he groomed that's,
1: ju- that's my justification. Because it wasn't so, just... Well, and I guess it could have been, like, through the power of the Force, he put a quote-unquote chip in him that made him flip the switch, too. But, like... And maybe that's, a like, Midichlorian a super chip. awesome, like, Sith power. But... I just think that that switch was. I mean, even through all throughout Attack of the Clones, and then even into Return of the Sith, like it just didn't feel natural to me that like this one thing could like flip him out. Like, I see, so what I've two so things?
0: I've been doing. Uh, I I took a Boy Scout Youth Protection Training course, and one of the things that they have on there is basically here's how you spot somebody who might be there to be around young boys and one of the things they said to watch out for was grooming and palpatine definitely groomed skywalker all throughout the entire thing to... oh i thought you meant
2: like nice hair no women. not so nice I hair it's, it's
0: it's it's where you're like so in in the context of of youth protection it's like when somebody's constantly like just touching them like putting their hand on the shoulder across the back rubbing the back you know st- physical contact that doesn't need to be there is basically considered grooming. The, and Palpatine just was building trust, building trust, building trust, building trust. And because this crazy thing happened with Padme and Palpatine had all this trust, he was able to, he was able to flip that switch. I think that's what that was. I don't think any of us are arguing that Darth Vader is on the nice list though. Are we? Nope. So like,
2: why are we even having this conversation?
0: It <laughs> was a good conversation. <laughs> Cuz okay, so this is that's one of my biggest things in all fandom is that Darth Vader gets to be a light force ghost at the end of the original trilogy. And I'm sorry, when you do that much you I just don't feel like you can be redeemed by one act. It's a lifetime of small things that you have to do in order to be able to build up to that redemption. It is not a one-time heroic feat. It is the the quiet, simple things that you do all day long that prove that you are, in Star Wars terms, good. A light side force user. Um, okay, so staying in the Star Wars universe, Han Solo, naughty or nice? And did he shoot first? Well, no, no, one, one debate at a time, one debate at a time.
2: He did well, shoot first. one's not a debate. Han shot first. It's not a debate. It's Han a was the only one to shoot. That's what the debate is. Yeah, Han didn't shoot first. Greedo never shot. Anyway, they
1: changed that
2: for the
0: special edition.
2: No, what special edition? Han shot first. Greedo never shot.
0: <laughs> the special edition that we will Han not be getting at Disney buys first.
1: It was terrible. It was a terrible thing. Anyway, um, I would say, say I would put Han nice Solo list. on the nice list. And this is the reason, because there's a lot of good people that make bad choices, but that doesn't define who they are. And all of the choices that he made were for the benefit of Chewie and himself. So it's not completely selfish because Chewie's his best friend and he tags it and he brings him along. And he, so I would say he's on the nice list.
0: But didn't weren't you just saying that Dexter, his biggest flaw was that he left his family?
1: Because no, but here's the, the. Yeah, but, but he also murdered people. Because he murdered Guido. 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 Guido is uh, the little Italian guy that is Guido's <laughs> friend. Solo
2: murdered Guido? Oh, no. From, from <laughs> oh, the Cars? Stop.
1: Oh, Lightning McQueen. This is the greatest
2: day of my life. <laughs> um. <laughs> Pizza. I want that poster. Someone can someone make a the cantina scene. Han shot, Han was, shot first. Han and Han and Guido. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, Luigi is the guy I was just quoting, but Guido is beat dope. Um. Yeah, so I think that in this case, because so he makes a lot of bad decisions his his core is still good like he, he makes came bad... back
0: at the end of episode four what he did come back at the end of episode four
1: yeah mm-hmm. and like dexter his core is that he wants to kill everyone and the only thing he does is decide to kill people who have killed other people that are serious he want to kill
2: well. everyone he wants to kill and he just happened to be pointed in the direction of yeah bad guys
1: but but if he hadn't if he hadn't had those outside influences he would have just Probably killed whomever, right? Or he would have found some other thing, and so it was because other people were able to, you know, point his core in the correct direction of like your, the the beast within is what they call it, in Dexter, and say, you know, you you need to control this. With with Han, I think that he grew up in a way, but his core is good and he's always trying to do the good thing, but he screws over people a lot because it's just kind of how he has to deal with situations in order to survive in his chosen profession. So he makes a lot of bad choices, but in the end it's to help his, you know, his friend or his, even his family. He probably left because he wanted to keep them. So in the same argument as Jeff for Dexter, he left Leia and Ben because he felt like he was doing more harm by being there than than not.
0: I find it really interesting that on some of these characters, we are using the, the exact same arguments to argue the completely opposite side.
1: And that's why I said the, his core is what is what happened. Is, yeah, is no, no, I, I, and
0: I and I appreciate that because as we're going through these, I'm actually like trying to think about my internal morality compass. Which way does it point, and what? Where do I stand on these things? And how how should I be acting? And so anybody who ever says that fandoms can't teach you anything, I'm sorry. You, th- th- This right here is uh, is helping me determine my morality right now. All right. So Nick says Han Solo is nice. Jeff, what do you say?
2: Yeah, nice is fine. Uh, yeah, he's, again, criminal, but for right reasons, I guess. I don't know. Nick Nick said it very much better than I could. Hanzo is fine. All right. We'll see. Yeah. That might change come solo a Star Wars story.
1: I know. And that's what's interesting as it stands right now. And that's why I'm saying, like, in a few weeks after Last Jedi, we might have a different view on it. I mean, even though he's not going to be in it, we might learn more about his life. Um, And then also, turns out he
2: was, maybe he. Maybe it turns out the reason why he left Ben was because he was beating him too much. Who knows?
1: You know what? I think that Han Solo is going to be a Force ghost, and then everyone's going to flip out.
2: That's not how the Force works. I don't think he's going to. I, I, I'm just i just kidding. I think it'll be a cold day in hell before we see Harrison Ford on a Star Wars set again. <laughs> All right,
0: Jeff. I'm going to let you start on this one because this is in your wheelhouse. We're talking uh, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. Naughty
2: or Nice. Rick Grimes. This one is everything he's done. He's done for his family and his people. He's, yeah, killed a lot of people, like a lot of people, but it's always uh, the Rick Grimes in the comic has a, has a rule. You kill, you die. And that's kind of, kind of a thing Except that doesn't really make sense because he's killing not sure what that's to do with anything about this. Uh, I, I would say, nice ish, like, because <laughs> he's, it's another argument of the right, the wrong things for right reasons. Yes, he is currently haven't seen the newest episode. Currently at war with more people, but these people have attacked and beat and stolen from their people. So it's like it's. I guess I am a fan of the ends justifying means. But it's, you know, I, he's, oh, I hate you so much. Yeah. I, no, I'm just going to say it.
0: Nice. All right. Rick Grimes is nice. Nick, what do you think?
1: Haven't seen any of this season.
2: Just judge uh, off what you've seen.
1: I'm waiting because I don't have to wait every week.
2: You're seeing, you're, you're caught up except for this season, correct?
1: Yes. Okay. So I just haven't watched this season yet. Um, and I haven't read any of the comics. So I feel like this is also going to turn into a very similar um, story or it could have the potential of becoming a Walter White story where it's like at the beginning, it's all for good means, but in the end he starts getting power hungry. But I haven't seen that at all yet. I haven't seen that story happen. And so as it stands right now, I would say he's on the nice list because everything he's done is for that core reason that he is trying to save his son now and his friends who he calls family
0: so i will tell you what you said that has happened in the show uh the show fans of the show call it the rick because rick goes he swings wildly on like i'm in charge and you're gonna do what i say to like i'm gonna back off i'm gonna let somebody else be in charge because i don't want to be in charge back to back to the rick of i'm in charge and you're gonna do what i say i mean think about alexandria he kind of stepped up and said, This is
2: why you need me to be in charge. Because you guys yeah, don't know my, what you're doing. The best line of how many of you people do I need to kill to keep you alive?
1: So Yeah, that was bad.
2: Well, to be fair, they were making a lot of decisions like leaving the gate unlocked. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and Yeah. It was it was clearly obvious that he had life lessons from you know, seasons before that have taught him don't do these things or yeah. the governor is gonna bring a tank and destroy your freaking awesome
2: prison. One of my favorite moments you know? is he there's a guy on top of him strangling him. Rick stabs him in the neck, he stands up covered with blood and goes, What? Looks around and goes, What I do? What happened? What's wrong with this and it's like, well, Someone was trying to kill me. I killed them first.
1: Well, I think that the moral compass changes in that style of world, right? Yeah. Like I mean, and that's one of the things that's really great about the um, the the father, the priest character, is that he's trying to maintain a morality that really can't exist in this crazy world. And so, side
2: note, uh, we recently had an episode where we hear more about Father Gabriel's backstory. That was like, it's, it's a good episode.
1: Cool. Continue. But anyway, that that's what I'm saying. And so like in this one, we can shift our moral compass even a little bit because society doesn't, you know, adhere to the same rules that even Robin Hood does or, you know, Dexter or whomever, like, right. Fair enough. The, the entire, community has shifted and so you have to react in a different way in order to even just survive unless you just want to die
2: well you know and their entire group is based around uh well towards some of this prison season you were let into the group based on three questions how many people have you killed how many walkers have you, or how many walkers have you killed how many people have you killed and why and it's it's because it's like they're fully accepting look in this world people need to kill people okay need might be a strong word but we've justified I I
1: clearly believe that in that world you have to defend yourself or have somebody that's willing to do it for you yeah and in the in the end you're going to have to get your hands dirty because that person's not always going to be there to do it and we've seen that in the show too we've seen people that said I don't want to kill and then have ended up having to defend themselves and change that moral compass huh
0: okay All right, so So nice, 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 nice. Rick's a nice guy. All right, now while we're talking about nice people, you can look down at those flowers for me. Uh, Let's talk about Carol.
1: See, and that's Uh, the person that I was just thinking about, though. Like, she was trying to maintain that moral compass, and then she realized, and it might have been the turning point of look down at these flowers, or it might have been earlier, where she realized... I'm gonna to have to get my hands dirty to
0: survive here. I think it was when her daughter, di- when her daughter yeah. died. I feel like that's when her turning yeah. point
2: happened. Sophia coming out of the barn was yeah that was rough. That
0: was intense. Spoiler
2: alert for so, season two. So,
1: um, I would just Catch put her the on the nice list. One hundred
2: percent. Put her on the nice list. Okay. What yeah, about this? Is another one of those ends justifying means scenarios where? Yeah, uh, there was a point where Rick kicks her out of the group because she killed. Two of her two people in the prison, but those two people in the prison were sick, and she was trying to stop the spread of an illness. She's constantly thinking of the greater good, and she's doing it in and the she, most awesome way possible. And she also Carol just leaves.
1: BA. I mean, she decides no, she to leave been. the group, right? Well, after she leaves, Alexandria,
2: she leaves Alexandria after the first attack. After the first attack on Negan, because it's it's becoming overwhelming for her sure and so maybe that's even i think that's a good argument for the nice list because she's realizing hey what we're doing maybe isn't
1: that yeah this is crossing a line that i don't
2: believe that i should and i can't crossing a line. this is crossing my line jeez imagine that
0: so are you guys are you guys saying that santa's list is based off of individual characters morality
1: yes sure that's how that's how i would do it if i was santa
0: Okay, so Carol goes on the nice list because she follows her
2: own morality. What doesn't I don't like how you're twisting these words? (laughs) I see who's next on the list. I don't like how you're doing this. No,
1: Negan does not. He is on the naughty list because he lives in a world where he knows that what he is doing is bad and he enjoys it and he thrives on it. And even if he thinks in his mind, I mean, there's no way that Negan in his mind thinks, oh, I'm being a good guy here. He is just liking Every the Every villain
2: fact... is the hero of their own story, though. He's saving everyone in the sanctuary. That's what their little place is called. Uh, he's the head of an entire pe- He's He believes he is bringing a pe- a group of people together. They call themselves the it's... saviors. Yeah, Literally. No,
1: he is not. He is the naughty. He is naughty.
2: But it's. Perspective. He's naughty because he's killing the people we yeah, like. Every villain, he's a new person. Believes they're exactly. doing the right thing, right? Exactly.
1: And every, but every, at the every same villain time, is
2: the hero of their
0: own story.
1: Yeah, I I can't agree with Negan being on the on the nice list, even even with this argument that we are bringing on. So because so, I mean, Negan I even has. I think that Negan can actually see that what he is doing is not the best way to do it. Like he can look at Alexandria and be like, wow, this, this, uh, you know, they're all together and they're happy. How did they achieve this? Not by oh. just killing everyone. Right. But he chooses not to do that.
2: It's, but it's still that, it's still that weird thing of he's doing exactly what's Rick's doing. He's defending his people by all means necessary. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm hardly saying he should be on the nice list, but he shouldn't just be a. Oh nope, it's Negan naughty list, because you know there's there's a bit more to Negan than just. I mean, he even has his own.
0: He has his own lines that he will not cross. That's true. But he, if we're going by his personal moral compasses, he's he's got a moral compass and he sticks to it. No, I really
1: believe that he he could see that he could do it a different way, and he chooses not to. Like, I really believe that to to my core. I believe that he could look at Rick and say, okay, Rick's done all these horrible things and killed my people, but he he's done it in different ways than I've done it. Or he's seen other communities that he has destroyed do it in a different way. And so I really do believe that he could be like, oh, why don't I adopt this way so that I don't have to kill people all the time? Because I really think that, Rick is trying to do that too. Rick is always trying to find the way not to do it, right? He's trying to find the way not to kill somebody first. And then if he has to, that's the end. Where Negan, he comes in and says, I'm just going to kill people until you fall in line and I'm saving you.
0: Well, you know, when he introduced Lucille, he could have said, hey, you killed my people. I'm killing all of you. But he didn't do that. He said, I will be merciful and I will show and I will just kill a couple of you. Yeah, but
1: Rick's not just going to kill somebody right off the bat like that. He's not going to show that power. right? right. He's it's not that, just going to be is, like...
0: Actually, I, I, I agree. You're right. That is exactly why Rick is the better person compared to Negan. I can't argue it anymore. <laughs> okay. And so that,
1: that is the fundamental reason why Negan is on the naughty list and Rick is on the nice list. It's because there's a better way to do it and Negan chooses not to do it. He chooses to do the bad way because he probably feels like it's more effective, and also he enjoys it.
0: All right. So now that we've talked about some, we talked. We've, okay, we've talked about a bunch of live action characters again. Let's go back into the Marvel universe to some characters we know. You know what? These are Marvel characters that are also live action, comic booky though. Deadpool. As naughty. long as we're talking about moral compasses, I don't. Deadpool, I don't even think we need to nice. talk about this one. Right.
1: <laughs> He's on the naughty list because he can clearly do it the nice way. But he doesn't want to. It's a Negan thing. Again, right here. He knows that he doesn't have to do all the naughty things that he does. But he chooses to because he enjoys it.
0: Let's be honest. Deadpool probably asks to be put onto the naughty list. He would probably be disappointed if he weren't on the naughty list. And he probably makes some joke about it. I think there's a comic
1: where he goes... To like meet the devil or something, and then he like takes over for him, or that seems like there's something along those lines.
0: But there then are he like also ends up marrying does very good like things. the
1: devil herself or something. Like there's something very clearly that. So we'll just throw that out there.
0: All right, Jeff, what do you think? Deadpool, naughty, nice.
2: Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's it it's every. It... <laughs> This list is being very repetitive because of how you chose the characters. They're all from a pers- from a perspective, you can say you could justify nice, and from another perspective, you could justify naughty. And others, you know, some of them balance in different directions. You know, if we go off the Deadpool movie, he's a guy getting revenge on getting screwed, getting the short end of the stick, you know? But I don't. that's and to be fair, that's the majority of what I know from Deadpool. I, I don't know many comics. Well, so that's the exact so- reason why i built this list the way i did because
0: they because all of these characters could legitimately be on either list depending on how you did it and i I was just curious as to you guys if you guys would come in here with a set set rubric saying okay these are the things that qualify somebody for the nice list and these are things that are qualifying for the naughty list but what i'm what i'm seeing is in the real world things
2: are a little bit more gray than naughty and nice huh who'd have thought maybe the whole santa thing is just a ambiguous thing to keep children in line I don't have kids. Jeff, clearly.
1: I've seen Santa. Nick, I, I don't trust you. I know him. And Just, you ugh. don't smell like Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. You sit on the throne of lies.
0: All right. Okay. Uh, Jessica Jones, naughty or nice?
2: Um, we have to say nice, right? Because oh, I was about to say, no, 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 no. on this whole list, you put two women? Um, <laughs> oh man are um, there any
1: Asians on this list you're whitewashing this
2: <laughs> wow you really are you, you there are no naughty person.
1: Asians this well, is what uh, you're saying
0: I, I put a fox on there and I put uh, trash panda well, please a blue <laughs>
1: man with a mohawk we haven't got to these yet uh, um, a green dude a guy that has a lot of facial hair that goes all over himself so like a hairy person a clearly white guy okay. named Walter White.
2: Yeah, it's in the name, Brandon. Come Jeez. on. Jeez. Okay. All right. I, episode, okay, so the- Brandon whitewashes Christmas. This—that's
0: <laughs> the name of this episode. <laughs> well, okay. I got. I got to ask. I got to ask you though. Can you come up with characters that are morally ambiguous, and have a lot of thought put into them, that are not white? Right.
2: I challenge you. Oh, now you're you're playing that card, huh? Yeah, I'm saying Hollywood's already whitewashed
0: to... itself, uh, and the pool that I had to choose from was not very deep. I hate that. I hate that you were able to turn that. Uh, back on this. How
1: about, um, Shorty from Indiana Jones?
0: Doctor Jones. That's short round. <laughs> Just kidding. So here's, we'll here's him the problem right out, with
1: this. Right the here's bite. the problem
0: with this. In 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 this conversation, yeah, I can stump you, but I'm sure there are people who are listening to this like, I've got one, I've got two, I've got three and so I'm going to be made to look the fool. I'm sure I am. But yep. I'm just Make going Brandon to say Make Brandon look bad. It's at fandom camp. It's really easy to pick the white guy in Hollywood because there are a lot of white guys in Hollywood.
2: Okay, uh, so Jessica Jones, not or nice. Jeff says nice. She's oh. she's 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 a nice she's a nice lady. I'm not saying nice because she's a woman. I'm not I'm saying I'm saying nice because she's doing the best she can with the hand she's been dealt. You know, she's had a rough time and she's, ha, she's not really letting her, I'm, I'm totally basing this off the Netflix series. I don't know any Jessica Jones fine. comics. Uh, Most she would, you know, I, I kind of forgot where I was going. She, she's, been dealt she's a rough not hand really letting it her, letting it define her, but it definitely affected her like her life. So it's you know I think it's another doing the best with what you can. She could with her power set, she could be doing a lot worse. She could be a terrible human being. Or she could be a terrible superhuman being. No, I was going to say she
0: there, there are, are a lot of times that I'm like she's a pretty terrible human being, but you're right. She could yeah. be a terrible superhuman being. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, she could be she could be a villain. She could easily just be like, "You know what? I'm going to level New York today." Okay, that might be a little extreme, but today I'm going to definitely hurt a lot of people but she she doesn't she keeps herself she knows her place that sounded bad uh yeah i'm gonna stop <laughs> talking and jeff Nick... says jessica jones should know her place
1: <laughs> that's the new title of the episode we've gotten like four now
2: we have a lot of titles for this episode.
1: um i'm sorry i just keep thinking about asian characters that are mb Bugus, I didn't even pay attention to what we were
2: just talking about. Jessica Jones, not here nice.
1: Jessica Jones?
2: Yes. You know, the TV show that was... See, here's another Here's a,
1: Here's another Netflix thing. Show. Okay, I'll, I'll have to go nice, just based on the Rick Grimes-Negan theory. Is that she the, does... The
2: Grimes-Negan conundrum?
1: Yes. I'll just so say I, that.
0: I think, I think what Jeff said, though actually does define the rubric that you guys have been using for naughty or nice. You look at the hand they've been dealt and how they're dealing with it and whether they are trying to be good with the hand that they dealt or if they just don't care. Um, And for the most part, the people who you've labeled as naughty are people who got dealt a crappy hand or even an okay and hand, blaming the universe. And then turned around and said, I'm going to do what I want to do, I don't care. Instead of I'm going to try to be a good person. So, maybe Santa grades on a curve, maybe Santa grades on potential. I think I think when it comes to redemption, cuz that's really what we're talking about here. This entire episode has been about redemption of flawed characters. I think when it comes to redemption, there's a lot to be said about personal motivation and whether or not people are like Jeff just said blaming the universe or if they are genuinely trying to do their best regardless of what they've been given. Everyone's going to slip up. Everybody's going to make mistakes. But how often are they trying not to slip up and make mistakes? And what do they do when they make a mistake? I think that's, I think that's another key indicator right there. When you make a mistake, how do you handle that Hello. Uh, as a security or as a network uh, professional, as a computer person, I, I see a lot of companies have data breaches and security bugs in their software. And you know what? It happens to everybody, biggest company, smallest company, everybody gets security breaches. The big thing that you can tell whether or not they are a good company is about the way they deal with, with it after it's happened whether they come out and fix it and say oh sorry our bad uh we found we were told about this we fixed it right away here's how you mitigate the problems or whether they try to point oh it's not our fault this one person did this one thing and they forgot to patch the server it's not our
2: fault uh somebody else did this really how they deal how there's um there's a rick and morty thing that kind of plays off that like Hey, we you screwed up. Hey, we didn't screw up. We did we just did what these people say. And then those people say, oh, well, we only do what these people and it does that three or four times. And the boss is like, oh, so no, it's nobody's fault. It nobody's to blame for this problem. Nobody did it. Okay, that's fine. Yep. You know, just passing the buck doesn't work. All right. All right. Rocket <laughs> raccoon. Naughty or nice. Uh nice?
0: I'd say nice. Yeah, he's
2: yeah, he's a criminal, but. We put murderers on the nice list for crying out loud. Come on, let's. <laughs> he's nice.
1: He takes care of Groot. He,
2: or does Groot take care of him? That
1: too. Both, um,
2: because we are Groot.
1: And he, I mean, he legitimately helps. Like in the Guardians, I mean, sometimes just because of his demeanor, he's like, oh, "I'm grumpy. I don't want to help," but he's going to do it. So it's a so Han thing is where grumpy does not back.
0: equal naughty.
1: Yeah, grumpy does not equal naughty. That's okay. a good way of putting Rocket.
0: So he, I mean, he was dealt a bad hand, and he is now making the best of it. I'm, I'm good with that. All right, what about his partner in crime, the blue finned guy Yondu?
1: Here's the, here's the funny thing. If you would have asked me after Guardians one, I would have said naughty, but after Guardians two, it's a little bit different.
2: Like I said, he... morally ambiguous. <laughs> he did murder his entire crew.
1: Yeah, but that was to sail and that was all that was completely selfish on his part. It was just so that he could stay alive. It wasn't because but... I have to go and help Quill. It was I'm going to die and so I have to figure out a way to get out of here. I'm going to utilize these two people that I know to my benefit.
0: But that was after his entire crew also killed half of the uh, half of the rest of have the
1: crew. His... Of his friends, and it was purely on revenge that he was probably killing Taserface and his lackeys.
2: Hmm. I this one I'd you know, I'd still do I'd say naughty. He led a bunch of he broke the Ravenger code, he murdered a lot of his crew, and he was kind of responsible for murdering the other half of his crew. He's yeah, he raised he raised Peter and didn't take him to his dad. He saved one kid, but he did you see how many skeletons one... were in that pile? Yeah, there were a lot He's... of kids he didn't save. It's not his, and convenient enough, he didn't save the one kid that uh, Ego actually needed. Uh, so,
1: do we know? Do yeah. we know that he took a bunch of those kids to Ego, and that he was the only yeah. one? Is that, Ego
2: says, "Ego says, I hired Yondu to bring them to me. It broke the Ravenger code, but I kept him paid. Well, I kept him well paid, or something. Uh, like yeah, that. he's naughty.
1: He's not getting a Darth Vader moment. He,
2: he that that killed Redem- young... He Doesn't really, he doesn't really get redemption at the end. He shouldn't have. He, you know, yeah, he saved the hero, but he, and it was emotional. It was, it was emotional, but I don't think it was redemptive. Yeah." He doesn't get a force ghost.
0: Oh, he just okay. get
1: he just gets a ravager funeral.
0: You know, you can you can respect somebody for doing one action.
2: You can you can you can give them that funeral. You can say, you know what? And to be fair, that one action did you know, quote unquote, save, save the, the entire universe or whatever. But galaxy. you know, they, had they, they let had they let ego take over, maybe we wouldn't need to worry about Thanos. Just saying.
1: <laughs> All right, Negan.
0: All right, and this this last one I put on here just for Nick, but Jeff can vote too. But I, I'm yeah. This this one, Merry Merry Christmas, Nick. Uh, Dread Pirate Roberts, naughty or nice?
1: Do we even need to bring this
0: one up? Which one?
1: <laughs> huh? Well done, Jeff. They're Which all one? the same person. All right, we will talk about Wesley in this case then.
0: If, if that's what you want to do,
2: I like to believe they are the, all the same person. That's what that that's what the legend is. So you're saying so. Brandon, you want to argue is the person who is the legend that is no, no, I'm just, the I'm, Dread Pirate Roberts. living Robert. like a king just, in I'm Patagonia. You guys a hard time. So,
0: the
1: real Dread Pirate Roberts has been retired for 15 years and living like a king in Patagonia.
0: So let's go with Wesley. Let's go with Wesley.
1: Wesley, the only reason that he became the Dread Pirate Roberts is so that he could survive and get back to his love that was his driving force. So naughty then. So he is uh, not because, because love is bad according <laughs> to Jeff.
0: He was dealt a pretty love? crappy crappy hand.
1: Or <laughs> sailed across the sea to seek his fortune across the sea and his boat was attacked by the dread pirate Roberts who never leaves Captus alive. And so clearly if he wanted to get back or to fulfill his destiny Or the promise that he made to Buttercup that he would always come for her. He had to figure out a way to survive. And if that meant becoming the thing that was the worst or the thing that was going to defeat you and then utilizing it so you can get back to her at one day, I think that that is perfectly justifiable. And he also gave it up like no problem once he achieved his goal. It was like, once he got to Buttercup, it was like, screw this. I don't care about being the Dread Pirate Roberts. I just want to be with Buttercup. And So like that was wasn't his driving force. It wasn't his core. It was just him trying to get to her. So I would say,
2: nice list.
0: Okay, nice list.
2: Jeff, how about you? I would say we're not given enough information to argue naughty. So all we know, we don't know what Wesley did when he was working for the Dread Pirate Roberts or Brian or whatever his name was, given the information we have. Yeah. Nice is fine.
1: So who's to say that like Wesley, while he was the Dread Pirate Roberts just went completely off of his name and like, didn't actually go out and kill people. He just, I'm kinda, not saying God is on What
2: did Wesley do as Dread Pirate Roberts? I'm saying, what did he do? Did he have to do anything questionable to become the Dread under, Pirate
1: Roberts? Yeah. To become him. Yeah. I don't know. Eh,
0: To become, yeah, anyway.
1: And that. You guys get it. No, I get you, too.
0: As you wish. We'll go with nice. Boo! (laughs) (laughs) Why
1: do you do this? Because you had love in your hands, and you gave it up. True love saved her in the fire slot, and she treated it like garbage.
0: <laughs> Hold save save it for your intro. Save it for your outro. All right. So if you enjoyed what you heard, if you enjoyed us making this list, head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast and become a patron over there and help us to create a fun community over there. Uh, if you can't afford that dollar a month and join the community now, we get it. Head over to fandompodcast.com slash contact. You can send us a, a feedback there. You can head over to Facebook.com slash fandom podcast, tweet to us at fandom cast on twitter uh if you do join patreon we are going to be doing another funko pop giveaway on new year's day so be sure to sign up to be a patreon before then and enter to win patrons also are going to have access to a discussion that nick and i had where we built a christmas special using a show from the fandoms and if you want to help support the show the primary ways are patreon fandompodcast.com slash audible where you can get two free audiobooks Uh, Seven days free access uh, to CBS all access by going to fandompodcast.com slash CBS. And while you're doing your holiday shopping, head over to fandompodcast.com slash Amazon to use our affiliate link and to send a commission our way. So until next time.
1: I've been in the revenge business for so long. I do not know what to do with the rest of my life.
2: Amy, I'm going to need you to really help argue this whole Negan can be on the nice list thing. May the fandom be with you.